save big money on plant protection supplies. Now at Menards. Defend your garden with Triazicide Insect Killer. Its fast-acting formula protects lawns, vegetables, and many other plants. It kills more than 260 insects by contact, above and below ground. Choose from ready-to-spray, concentrate, or granular. Save big money on Triazicide Insect Killer at Menards. And check out our weekly flyer on Menards.com for all the great deals happening now. Save big money at Menards. Spark innovation across your federal agency with IT hardware, software, and services from Connection Public Sector Solutions. Your technology procurement challenges will meet their match as Connection's dedicated account managers offer exceptional customer service and our extensive list of supported federal contracts means you'll always get a price that works for your budget. Learn more about innovation for your agency with Connection Public Sector Solutions at connection.com slash fedcontracts. Hey, this is Linda Cohn from ESPN, and you're listening to the ML Sports Platter. The ML Sports Platter, back with you all over the major platforms like Spotify, Google Podcasts, and Apple Podcasts. Stitcher, Deezer, anywhere else you get your podcasts on your smartphone device. Download, subscribe, leave feedback, and a five-star review. Share, spread the word, you name it. And, of course, get me on all social media platforms with my 9-Minute with Mike Lindsley segments, ML Sports Takes, TikTok, YouTube, Twitter, Facebook, IGTV, part of Instagram, and at Mike L Sports on Twitter and Mike L Sports 1979 for the Instagram handle. Slide into the uh, direct messages. Hit me up with sports topics, ideas, questions, and much, much more. We are sponsored by Liverpool Physical Therapy, Pellera Contracting, Bear Creek Restaurant, and our great friends over at Empower Federal Credit Union. Log on today to empowerfcu.com. Find your peace of mind today with Empower Federal Credit Union. Put your money somewhere where you can trust it. And of course, uh, Empower doing some awesome things with great rates and different plans as well. Empower Federal Credit Union, the official credit union of the ML Sports Platter, available online at empowerfcu.com. That's empowerfcu.com. Let's talk some Kansas City Chiefs. Let's talk some building of a dynasty. And, you know, look, it's easy to come off of the 20-year reign of Brady, Belichick, the Patriots, six Super Bowl wins, ten appearances, and say, well, who's next? We did it with the Michael Jordan Bulls. Kobe and Shaq were next. Uh, they, you know, it took a little while, Jerry West kind of constructing that team, but they were next. They won, they won big, but they didn't win as much as Michael and Scotty and Dennis Rodman and, you know, the, the, the trio before Michael Jordan retired and in Grant, Horace Grant, Pippen and Jordan and, you know, all the role players on both squads from Bill Weddington to John Paxson to Craig Hodges to BJ, God, I love those teams, BJ Armstrong, Scotty Williams, Ron Harper, right? Um... I've seen The Last Dance, by the way, in full twice. Maybe I need to watch it a third time. Although we have all the games back now. But look, (laughs) the point is it's natural in sports for torch passing, right? Who's going to be the next this, the next that, right? The phenom this, the phenom that. And while once in a while it's unfair, and once in a while we need to kind of just pull the reins back a little bit and say, hey, you know, let's, let's, you know, let's, Let's calm down and, and just watch and enjoy, which is fine. And you need a little bit more evidence to get you to believe or to think 
I think this could happen. I'm not a person who rushes into, this is the next, this is the next. But I am, as a sports media guy, intrigued by the next, intrigued by giving me more evidence, intrigued by players coming together inside the walls of a franchise, you know, the way the state of the league is, etc. I'm intrigued by if I see more over the course of eight, nine, ten more weeks this season after the last couple of seasons, what do we have here? And that's where I am right now with the Chiefs. We are now in another year of Patrick Mahomes, who looks even better than 5,000 yards, 50 touchdowns. He looks better than coming back from double digits three times in the postseason last year and winning a Super Bowl last year and winning the Super Bowl MVP. And so many people were yelling and screaming from the social media hills, oh my God, I can't believe this guy won the MVP. He wasn't even that great. He wasn't this, he wasn't that. As my dog rolls around in the background, so enjoy that. Um, you know, I, I just kept saying, are, are, you, you've got to be kidding me. I mean, Patrick Mahomes was the reason why they came, they came back. And if you don't have Patrick Mahomes, you can't make the back foot throw to Sammy Watkins. If you don't have Patrick Mahomes, you can't be calm, cool, collected down double digits. You just can't. And so he was the reason why they came back. You got to have the quarterback. You got to throw it. And the old adage of defense wins championships is now, I think, uh, something that should be changed to defense helps win championships. Because right now, if you can't sling it, if you can't score, you ain't win a Super Bowl. I mean, that's just all there is to it. Um, <clears throat> now, the Rams and the Patriots played a couple years ago in just an ugly dogfight of defensive, uh, you know, defensive battles and all that. But... You know, in fairness, both teams were doing it. Um, <clears throat> you know, both offenses looked pretty bad. Um, it wasn't as if one team, you know, it wasn't the 85 Super Bowl. <laughs> you know, it wasn't the 85 Bears bombing the, the Patriots. And by the way, the offense was great for, for the Bears in that game too. But one team, like, putting up a bagel in the Super Bowl and the other one putting, you know, scoring, what, 40-some-odd points or whatever it was. So it was both teams. It was just a bad, I thought it was a bad offensive day coupled with solid defense in that Super Bowl. That was an awful Super Bowl. But you have to think right now about the Chiefs. You have to start. I mean, how can you not? Because you have a a situation where people are locked up. Brett Veach is. I had to just look it up. Entering his fourth. He entered this year, I believe, is his fourth season as the GM. He's been in the league for fourteen years. In you know, he's really. <clears throat> really, really bright. He has done an unbelievable job locking guys up on both sides of the football. They have had contract-friendly deals to lock people up for a long time. They've had successive great, not good, great drafts. And it starts at the top. I've always said you got to have you know great front office, but mainly the GM there, the football operations guy, right? Uh, you got to have the quarterback and the head coach. Those are the three things you need. Now, maybe you want to put quarterback at the top, then head coach, then front office, fine. But, again, the front office helps get the quarterback. So however you want to do it, however you want to rank it, I don't care. They're all really important. And if you're missing one, chances are you're not going to win a Super Bowl. The pieces are put together. The puzzle of a Super Bowl are those three things. There's no other way to say it. That's exactly how you win a Super Bowl. you got to have those three things. And then everything else, the layers – 
from there, right? You got to have good drafts. You got to stay healthy. You got to look at the rest of the league. You got to have the right schemes. You got to be prepared every week. You got to you know, the focus and the discipline and this and that and the other. You have three phases of football. You got to have the fundamental. On and on we go. They've done a great job with these deals. Phenomenal jobs. A phenomenal job with these deals. And, you know, you look on defense. The Frank Clarks, the Chris Joneses, all these guys, they went out and got Tyran Matthew when so many teams were like, eh, I'm skeptical. You know, this guy's been in the league for about six years. He's a troubled guy off the field. He's smoking weed. Who cares? Um... I don't know. Just too many, you know, too too many issues there. Too much baggage. Surprise, Tyran Matthew. Right now, arguably the best safety in the NFL. Made countless plays in the regular season and postseason last year. This year, countless plays again. Tremendous, tremendous stuff. How about the plays he made against the Tampa Bay Buccaneers and Tom Brady? You've got guys like Chavarius Ward, underrated corner, right? And like I said, they've gone out. And they have gotten great guys, terrific, you know, rookies, terrific people out of the NFL draft. Clyde Edwards-Elaire from LSU. What a tremendous fit for that system. You know, they've gone out and gotten depth at positions in case they run into cap hell in three years. That's why they went out and got Marcus Kemp in Hawaii. That's why they went out and got... Darwin Thompson, a running back out of Utah State. You know, that's why they went out and got Deion Yelder at tight end. You know, that's why they went out and got a potpourri of linemen. That's why they went out and got Tim Ward, a defensive end. That's why they went out and got Derek and Nadi out of Florida State. That's why they went out and got out of Missouri S&T uh, to Sean Wharton to at least develop him, you know, behind some of these guys like Chris Jones. That's why they went out and got Rashad Fenton at corner. That's why they went out and got Legereus Sneed, a rookie out of Louisiana Tech. That's why they went out and got a Virginia safety in Juan Thornhill. That's why they got those guys. Tremendous depth pieces of the football team. But really what this is about is you have Brett Veach, the GM, another cornerstone piece in Andy Reid, the head coach, and you have Patrick Mahomes, the the head of the offense, the head of the team, the face of football, face of, of, of the franchise, and your $500 million man. It's easy to be skeptical about if you're a Bills fan. Oh, I wonder how good he would be as a, Bills, as a Bill instead of a Chief. Right. Like, the story comes out with Tyler Dunn. Like, Terry Pagula, the owner, wanted him. But he kind of let Sean McDermott do his thing. He pulled him in and said, hey, <clears throat> you know, you have full reign of the, of, of the draft, this and that. And then they went out and got Brandon Bean. Doug Whaley at the time, you know, they knew they were going to go in transition with a GM. I always say this if you are or have been the last, I don't know, 15, 20 years, the Dolphins, the Bills, the Raiders, right? The Cleveland Browns. If you have a shot to take a quarterback and that quarterback is a first rounder, high first rounder, whatever the case may be, you have to keep throwing darts until you find your guy no matter what. You're going to fail. See J.P. Losman. See Trent Edwards. See a potpourri of Bills quarterback. Kelly Holcomb. See all those guys. See Giving, although he's had a great career. Ryan Fitzpatrick, four years and $50 million unnecessarily. 
so many mistakes in Miami, so many mistakes in, in with the Raiders, Oakland, now Vegas, so many you know mistakes with Cleveland, so many mistakes with so many franchises, tried Washington, trying to find the franchise quarterback. It ain't easy. That's why almost half the league still has yet to win a Super Bowl, by the way. And if you don't believe that, go count it. I think it's 12 or 13 teams yet to win a Super Bowl in the history of the league, and some of those teams have been around for a long, long time. They haven't won because those other teams that have won here and there or in dynasty form have had a franchise quarterback, mostly. And then all the other things, of course, that we've talked about here on the pod. But you still throw the dart and try to take them. The Bills traded down instead a few years back, and they got Trey White. Great corner, shutdown corner, awesome piece of the defense, fine, been a great player. But Patrick Mahomes was there, right there and ready to go. Now, not a lot of people, Todd McShays, Dan Orlovsky's, Mel Kuyper Jr., all the other draft pundits and experts, not a lot of folks had him way up on, on the board. They thought he was running a gimmick offense, Texas Tech, Big 12 spread. How's that going to translate? This guy's, you know, whipping the ball around. That doesn't work in the NFL. Surprise. You know, that happens sometimes, right? Brett Favre, his completion percentage, it's not going to work in the NFL. It's not going to translate. Going to you know, first Bell Hall of Famer. <laughs> Sometimes people are wrong. Sometimes people don't have the exact, um, you know, beat on a guy, and that's okay. Bill Polian still talks to this day that Ryan Leaf and Peyton Manning were neck and neck, and the day after he said Peyton Manning, he wondered because he thought Ryan Leaf was just as good. We know how those two careers went. What I'm getting at is you always take a stab. You always keep throwing darts. Now, even though the Bills probably should have taken Patrick Mahomes then, just because it was another quarterback, and just because you could have taken another chance, and just because who knows if it works out. And if it doesn't, then it's just like all the other moves that you've made. Having said that, we don't know if they get Patrick Mahomes, what happens with the Tyrod Taylor situation. I still call him Tyrod. He wants to be called Tyrod, whatever. But... Is, like Tyler Dunn said on my podcast this, you know, last week, is is Taylor the starter for winning now? Do they eventually bench him? Patrick Mahomes, instead of Nathan Peterman, he's the one who's in L.A. He throws five touchdowns instead of five interceptions. The franchise gets turned around. Is it that game? The moments? They bring in Brandon Bean. They get rid of all the nonsense, all the trash of the drama queens and the bad salary and all the guys, you know, the Sammy Watkinses and the Darbys and all those type of guys. And then they continue to have the success that they've had in the front office. Brandon Bean, Sean McDermott, you know, at that point, they don't need to trade up. They don't need to go get, you know, they don't need to go get Josh Allen at that point because you have Patrick Mahomes. Are you going out and drafting all these pieces, signing people in free agency, you know, do, do, do the offensive linemen fill in? I mean, do you still go out and draft all the same pieces? Do you draft a Deion Dawkins? Do you draft, you know, all the guys they've had? I mean, are, are both sides of the offense the same right now? Do you go out and get Cole Beasley in free agency? Do you get John Brown in free agency? Do you still have the trade for Stefan? I mean, we don't know, you know, they still get digs. We, we don't know how all of that works. If Patrick Mahomes is your guy now, you would have already given him the money, by the way. If he was, if he had the same exact trajectory, and I'm not saying that he wins the Super Bowl in Buffalo by now, but if he has the same trajectory in terms of success and in the look of Mahomes as we know it now, if the Bills pay him, there's about five to eight guys on that team who aren't even on that team right now. Because in fairness, 
for as smart as Brandon Bean is, I'm not sure that it works out the same exact way, um, you know, in, in Buffalo as it has in Kansas City based on the front office creating all of these deals. Um, you know, I, I don't know. I just don't know. And it's fun to talk about, right? It's it's awfully tough. It's awfully fun to, you know. But I don't know if I don't know if Brandon Bean's situation is the same as Brett Veach. I just I don't know. I don't know where the money is. You know, the Bills might have really good weapons, wide receivers, maybe a tight end or two, but they don't have Travis Kelsey, who's going to walk into the Hall of Fame on the first ballot if he stays healthy. I mean, this guy is unreal. I heard Dan Orlovsky say that he's the he's the he's the best player outside of any quarterback in the NFL. So after, you know, Mahomes and Rodgers and Russell Wilson, it's Kelsey. After the quarterback position, Kelsey. He said bigger and better than Aaron Donald. <laughs> he said that on, uh, I think it was Dan Patrick yesterday. Um, unbelievable. You know, Travis Kelsey, Tyreek Hill. I mean, these, Andy Reid and his system, all the movement, all the change of direction. You know, the screen plays and the running backs. I mean, I, you know, the Chiefs pick up people here and there. Le'Veon Bell's been a problem child in the past. Le'Veon Bell just slips into Kansas City. You don't even hear from him. Does that happen in Buffalo? I don't know. Maybe because of the culture's there. I don't know. But that's the other half of the NFL quarterback, right? It's like the success story, right? You got you to gotta be you. You got to succeed. That's your 50%, maybe more, maybe 60, maybe 70. But the other part, minimum 30, probably 40, probably 50, it's all the other stuff that falls in line. Who's your head coach? Who's your coordinator? Is is that part staying consistent? Is your line good? Is your roster healthy? Is your defense formidable enough to give you more time on the, f- the field to give you another you know twenty to thirty snaps a game to score more points? Right? Or are they on the field the whole time? You know, because something's going the other way offensively something that you can't control, like, I don't know, your blind side got injured, your left tackle's out for the year, things of that nature. The enemy, Reed, consistency, Brett Veach, front office, locking guys up, Tyree Kill, you know, going out and getting extra pieces. The Sammy Watkinses, the Robinsons, right? They go out into the draft and get Edwards E. Lair, right? Kelsey, best tight end in football. Offensive line, studs. Defense, good enough to win a championship. Again, defense doesn't win championships. Defense helps win championships. They lock people up. They go get Tyran Matthew, friendly deals, right? Like these are the things, you know, Chris Jones, Gay, Clark, Thornhill, Fenton, Nadi. These are the things surrounding Patrick Mahomes that's helping him more than anyone in the league. Patrick Mahomes, for being the MVP of, okay, <clears throat> of the league and the best player in the face of the team, face of the league, he has more help than anyone. So I don't know if he'd be this guy in Buffalo. What I'm getting at is that Mahomes is doing his part. He's playing the best, 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 best football. And I don't even know if this guy has a ceiling, for Christ's sake. And are we getting into a point here pretty close with Michael Jordan, with Tiger Woods? Are we getting into a spot with Sidney Crosby? Are we getting into a, a spot here, uh, you know, LeBron James? Are we getting to a point where we sit Wayne Gretzky and we say, whoop, you know, you're, he's your MVP. But because somebody wants a new taste, of, they want a new flavor of ice cream, they just say, oh, you know, this year, you know, Rodgers' historical numbers too. Let's just give it to Aaron Rodgers, right? Because he hasn't gotten one in a while. Or Russell Wilson, yeah, he's never won one. Let's just give him one because it's different. It's fun. 
Like, are we into the Mike Trout conversation, right? The Willie Mays, Mickey Mantle conversation. Both of those guys should have had six, seven MVPs. If you look at the stats, you look at, I mean, especially for the analytical geek out there, and you look back at traditional number, traditional meaning, plus the analytics now as time goes on, I mean, both sides of the equation would agree that both guys should have won more MVPs. What I'm getting at is that Mahomes is the best player in football in probably a landslide, but he also has the most help. And this team, this franchise, from up top all the way, ownership with the Hunts, all the way on down, right? All that stuff. Lamar Hunt, his family continuing the legacy on, etc. The Hunts to Veach, to Reed, to Mahomes, to all the weapons, and Edwards Hilaire, and Bell, and Hill, and Kelsey, and Williams, and you know Watkins, and the defense, and all the cat-friendly deals, and having guys locked up like crazy. Mahomes is there forever. This team, now that I've seen more evidence, and now as we head into the final few weeks of the National Football League schedule, and we start to see, again, that back end, who's going to win, who's going to get home field, who, okay? As we go into the final four games, Miami, New Orleans, Atlanta, Los Angeles, last four games, the Chiefs should win three or four. I mean, they may go undefeated. They may end this season, you know, they could end this season with, uh, I don't know, I, I mean, who knows what's going to happen with, with them versus Pittsburgh with a home field advantage. But, I mean, this is a, you know, at the beginning of the year, 13-14 win team, and they're right along the way for it, you know. And home field won't really matter this much, uh, as much this year because you're not going to have the fierce, crazy home field advantage that you normally do. KC goes into Pittsburgh, it's not going to be Pittsburgh. It's going to be more of a neutral field. Pittsburgh goes into KC, it won't be raucous Arrowhead. One of the toughest places to play in football. In fact, both places are are some of the toughest venues to play in all the National Football League. They are set up. I have seen it now. I've seen the evidence. I wanted to see them come off of a Super Bowl and see how they were going to do. Predicting that they were going to be a... I predicted the Steelers actually go to the Super Bowl and lose to the Saints. Why would I change that now? But, I mean, look, the Chiefs right now, if I had to change it, of course I would pick the Kansas City Chiefs. I think it's a Chiefs-Steelers world that we're all living in in the AFC. I think there are teams that could give certain teams difficulty. People have been talking about Buffalo giving the Chiefs difficulty. I don't see it uh, as much unless I think there's really, I mean, what do you do against the Chiefs offense, right? Do you try to do what the Bills did say, hey, you know what, just run all over the place. Patrick Mahomes threw the ball, I think, 26 times. He was almost perfect. He was 21 to 26. He was still pretty good, but he didn't have to do much, and he was still really, really good. Do you do that and then let the Chiefs run all over you, and that's exactly what they did, and they won a physical game? Okay, so you lose that game. Do you blitz the shit out of Mahomes, and then he just kills you with a dink and dunk? I don't know how you defend this team. Mahomes and the offense read the play calling Bienemy, They're unstoppable, and that's why I think Eric Bienemy at the end of this year will finally get a head coaching job. But the Chiefs, I mean, they're set up. I just had to see it. That's all. I just had to see it. I mean, there was a, they were a first-time winner, and all these guys are pretty much new to it. I wanted to see them come in. Well, guess what? They're 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 damn good. They they might be better than they're probably better than last year. And they didn't even hit any kind of a ceiling last year, and nowhere close. They didn't even play anywhere near their best football, winning the Super Bowl last year. So what I'm telling you is, after double-digit games in 2020, after I've seen them, you know beat teams double-digit-wise, slaughter teams in their division, right? Beat New England early by double digits, win a key overtime game beginning of the season that was difficult, beat a Houston team double digits, and Deshaun Watson to start the year before they collapsed, right? I'm convinced 
Now with evidence, with Veach and with Reed and with Mahomes and all the weapons, I'm convinced that we are watching a possible dynasty in the making. The evidence is there showing me that we could see something here. You know, five, six Super Bowl appearances over 10, 12 years during the Mahomes era, and they could win four-ish. That is very possible. ML Sports Platter with you all over the major platforms, Spotify, Google Podcasts, and Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, Deezer, you name it, go get it. Download, subscribe, leave feedback, and a five-star review. We are presented by our great friends at Welch & Company Jewelers, Brian Conboy of Mass Mutual, New York State, Cooperstown Connection, the Vince Aguirre Consulting Group, and Hides of Liverpool. Man, the holidays are here. Go get your gift card and apparel at hidesofliverpool.com slash store. By the way, you will never eat a better hot dog off the grill than Hides of Liverpool, a proud ML Sports Platter sponsor. Thanks for listening, and as I always tell you, enjoy the games. Snow falls on an old apartment. Inside, the holiday season is in swing. On the first floor, Cokes are poured and stories shared among friends. Three flights up, one generation passes down the family recipe to the next. Inside every home, there's magic. Coca-Cola. Real magic. Enjoy the real magic of the season with close friends, family, and refreshing Coca-Cola paired with all your holiday meals. So we're here at Marshall's with Liz for some holiday shopping. She's really nailing it this year, isn't she? Oh, yep. She's got a record player for Amy. A gorgeous cozy sweater for Jason. And some hot pink fluffy slippers for her sister. The perfect gift. Wait a sec. (gasps) She's getting a pair for herself. Well, with prices this good, it would be rude not to. You know what? She totally deserves it. Oh, totally. Happy holidays, everyone. See you at Marshall's. Fabulous brands. Feel good prices at Marshall's. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube.